1: Apple had a busy week announcing a new iMac, iPad Pro, AirTags, Apple TV, a purple iPhone, podcast subscriptions, and Apple Card family all in one event, the Spring Loaded event. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlo, and this is Jason Squared. Today we're talking all things Apple. Perlo, there is so much to cover from the Spring Loaded event. Where do we even start? I kind of feel like we should start with the minor stuff like Maybe that new purple iPhone 12 and 12 Mini.
0: Yeah, my wife is gonna be annoyed that she couldn't get hers in that color uh, <laughs> to start with, because that is her favorite color. That purple, it that is that is that's that's got my wife's name written on it. She she loves that's like she I mean, she buys all her accessories in that color, you know. For her Apple Watch yeah. has a band in that color. She's got workout outfits in that color. For sure, if they do not have this color in iPhone 13, there's going to be a problem. I can tell
1: you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the color looks okay in pictures and renders and you know everything that Apple is, has produced so far. We'll have to see what it looks like once uh, I imagine reviews are going to lift. Embargoes for reviews are going to lift here soon. Although, I don't know what that review will say exactly. It's the exact same phone, just a different color. Maybe it's a nice shade of purple. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how far to go off into a review if, if I was to get one of those, but it admits so, a
0: purple reality, disfor- distortion field.
1: <laughs> yeah. It right. It's a, it's a lavender. I don't know, but there was a couple other big updates as well, as far as software goes. And one of them, I know you're going to be excited about. I'm excited about, and that's Apple card family, which yeah. allows you to share an Apple card account with a, your partner, your spouse. And now you could even invite kids 13 or over to have their own Apple card that shares into that account as well. And set limits. It, it launches in May, so it's not out yet. But I know the moment it's out, my wife and I are combining our accounts.
0: Oh, me too. Just to make sure that the bills get paid on time. We can see who's buying what. You know, uh, it's. I've wanted this feature for the, this, since the day I had Apple Card.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. we did an entire show on Apple Card. And I think we spent more time talking about joint accounts than anything else. You know, one thing Apple said during the keynote was that Uh, The Apple Card family would actually help both partners build their credit. So, you know, if your your spouse has lower credit than you, this should help them build their credit. And if you invite a kid to share the account with you, it'll help them build their credit as well. So that's cool. Apple Podcasts gain subscription services, meaning you can now put a podcast behind a paywall through Apple's Apple Podcasts. Apple will take a cut. I think it's 30% of it for the first year. After that, it's 15%. And I haven't looked into it too much, but I did see that you have to pay a fee in order to join the subscription portion of podcasts if you want to, you know, put your put a paywall in front of, you know, select Jason, episodes. Jason, I, th- I think
0: we need to reserve like our best content for, for this <laughs> the subscription service. No, so right? I think you're
1: onto something. We need an outtakes subscription where, you know, there was this uh, funny outtake last year where you and I were troubleshooting a microphone for what, yeah. 20 minutes? And it, it was just pure recording of us cussing and yelling at microphones for not working. Like that's the kind of stuff we should put behind a paywall.
0: I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> the All right, best so let's material.
1: Turn, yeah. I mean, we we could be rich. We could re- retire, I bet. Not, not really. Probably not. No. All right. So let's turn to hardware and let's start with some Apple AirTags. This is a product we've heard about for two years now. And that was the first leak. It was almost two years to the day from the first time someone, a developer, found code in iOS, what would have been 12 then, uh, that indicated Apple was working on some sort of tracker tag to go with the next iPhone, which would have been iPhone 11 at that time. And now they are finally official and work with Apple's Find My network. What do you think?
0: I think they are priced to go, Jason, and they are the most bargain- product that has been announced and I don't know how long because a four pack of them is $99 and there is no subscription fee like Tile has <laughs>
1: right. so they're cheaper than Tile
0: and they have no subscription I mean,
1: So I'm going
0: to I'm going to put one in on everything I own practically <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I'm definitely in for a four pack just to kind of fill them out and see how they work. I, I have a good idea of how they're going to work, but, you know, we need to see it actually in, in the real world. And, and what's, what's most fascinating to me is how these things work and items are tracked through the Find My Network. Essentially, once you link one to your Apple ID, it's then forever linked to your Apple ID. But if you mark an item as lost, let's say I put one on my keys and I left my key somewhere and I mark that as lost. I'm going to be able to open the find my app and still view its live location because it's crowdsourcing based off yes. of iPhones and iPads and even MacBooks. And it's doing this anonymously. The, the people that are walking by my lost keys have no clue this is even happening or, or, you know, the AirTag, whatever it's attached to, have no idea this is even happening. And they're communicating with each other. And I can view its location in real time as long as there's someone with an Apple device nearby. And I think, it, like I said, it's fascinating and and I cannot wait to see this actually roll out. You know, we learned about the Find My yeah. Network launching a couple of weeks ago. There's a, an electric bike. There's another tracker. Uh, Belkin has some wireless earbuds with the technology built in. So these these AirTags are just the beginning of what Apple's going to do with the Find My Network and this technology. And let me ask you this, Perla. So you can customize the AirTags and put any text you want or any emojis right. you want. As long as it's clean. I saw some posts this morning that they were trying to test what you could and couldn't engrave on these. What are you going to put on your air tags?
0: Huh. I'll probably put, here's your keys, dumbass, um, <laughs> you know, or, you know, something like that. Um, yeah, okay. And, and, and if I put one on, you know, my dog, I'll just put, I bite. Maybe I'll put one on my neck that says "I bite." <laughs> I bite. <laughs> I bite. In case my wife, you know, Rachel loses me in the mall or something, you know, someone can find me. Um, you know.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. What's interesting I mean, I, to me is, go ahead.
0: Yeah. The yeah. one thing I did really like is when they in the video with the uh, you know where they showed the guy digging into his couch and he goes into this cavern and at the bottom of this cavern is a bunch of lost, lost, I uh, lost um, iPods you know, uh, in the foreground. I noticed they didn't have an Apple TV remote, though.
1: The lost (laughs) Apple TV remote,
0: the gumstick.
1: Yeah, the gumstick. Well, the gumstick is being replaced, which is a perfect segue to the new Apple TV 4K. And it's not completely redesigned, but it does have a pretty significant design change to it in terms of the remote. Why don't you tell us about the new Apple TV 4K?
0: So... You know, you know, we've been talking about what our wish list was for an app for the next generation Apple TV. I don't necessarily know if we got it because they didn't really demonstrate a lot of the new software stuff on this. And they said, "Here's the new hardware. It's an A12 Bionic." Okay, so that's definitely powerful enough to do a lot of stuff, right? Um, but we didn't hear about spatial audio or anything like that. What we did see was, "Hey, it's 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 more 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 more." More processor, more faster, more better. Right. So, A12 Bionic. You can run a lot of your games faster. Um, They obviously, you can do a lot more higher fidelity video things with a faster processor, such as HDR, uh, you know, uh, 4K support. um, And also has the ability to, this was seen to be more of a a, a tvOS issue, but it's a color calibration uh, capability. Uh, that they have uh, with older television. So you can get better fidelity of, of colorization, um, you know, with, with your screen technology, you don't have to replace your TV. Um, there's a new remote. It does appear to be bigger. Just look at the, the picture of someone holding it in their hand, but it's hard. To, it doesn't look as gum sticky. Um, no, it's thicker. It's, it, it's got a control wheel that kind of looks like the wheel from the old uh, 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 iPod. Um, it kind of looks like the Google TV remote, kind of, sort of. It does. Layout.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's more expensive than the Google TV if you buy it on its own. It's 59 bucks. will work with current Apple TV sets. I don't know if it has
0: <laughs> – now, I really kind of hope it has an AirTag built into it.
1: It does not. It does not. Oh, uh,
0: why did they do that, Jason?
1: <laughs> yeah, why? They, no, find my integration. I've already seen people asking and begging and pleading accessory Makers to either do a Kickstarter with a silicon sleeve with an Airtag holster oh, on the yeah. back or something. To, you know, <laughs> Apple, Apple you missed a, a big opportunity here. Heck, there's, even there's Apple come the, out with a leather a sleeve.
0: Yeah, there's like room on the front to like slide one in something like a pocket or something. But like,
1: uh, yeah. yeah, so that color calibration tech actually works with existing. Uh, Apple TV third generation in existing Apple TV 4K, and then any iPhone that has Face ID built into it once you're running iOS 14.5 and tvOS 14.5. And it's pretty cool. You hold, you go into settings, video and audio, and you hold up your, you select color calibration. Then you hold the front of your iPhone up to your TV and using the true depth sensors on the front of your phone, it matches or reads the colors, tells your Apple TV what exactly how your how the colors look on your TV and then it tunes the Apple TV to get the best picture quality from your TV, which I think is awesome because tuning a TV is not an easy process and spending, no. you know, and it changes based on what the content is and what you're watching and what you're doing. But you're letting a, you know the A12 bionic processor inside the Apple TV uh handle it for you, which I think is, you know, that's a huge deal. So Apple AirTags, let me go back real quick. Apple AirTags and the Purple iPhone are available to pre-order starting April 23rd, and they start shipping April 30th. The new Apple TV plus everything else we're going to talk about goes on pre-order April 30th, and we don't have a shipping date for that at all outside of the second half of May. There's a 32-gigabyte model of Apple TV for one seventy-nine. dollars a 64 gigabyte model of the Apple TV for $199, which both of those are still outrageously priced as far as set-top streaming boxes oh, go. Oh, yeah, and compared the competition. to what's
0: out now? I mean, Google TV is, is 50 bucks, right? So it's, and, and Roku get-
1: Ultra, which is their high-end, is yeah. 99 And then you have Roku, which has a sound bar that sounds amazing, for around the same price as what these Apple TV uh- boxes are.
0: I almost feel like I don't want to get one of these until I see what happens at WWDC because we don't know like, like spatial audio is like the one thing I really wanted to use with my, with these Apple, um, uh Air, Mac, uh, Air AirPod Maxes. I'd love to be able to sit with me, AirPod Max, watch an Apple TV and, and, and get surround sound. That would be a natural pairing. Don't you think? Or, Absolutely. you know, or if they had some home pod type thingies that, you know, could be wireless, surround speaker you would think they would have something like that right yeah um yeah so i almost feel like buying one now doesn't get me something better than what i have now it doesn't
1: um really. no you get it you, i mean you could buy the new remote standalone so i
0: mean the, i mean yeah the games will play faster yeah but right. you know i mean but i mean other than that I, we didn't see any special uh, game controller from Apple. We, it's, it's, no. it's still, it's still, at, it's still uh, Playstations and, and at Microsofts. So,
1: um,
0: yeah, I want to, I want to see, see what they do with TVOS first to take advantage of this hardware.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic point. It kind of feels like the hardware is yeah. here, but the software is unfinished. And I think we're, we're gonna get, touch and, on that.
0: Uh, yeah, that does seem to be a theme, doesn't it? doesn't it?
1: It does. So yeah. another new product brand new iMac. This had been rumored for a little bit of time here. And it is the first iMac that goes Apple Silicon with the M1 processor. There were some rumors that it might go M1X processor, you know, a little bit faster than what's in the MacBook Air Pro and the Mac Mini that we saw launch last year. But instead, we have a 24 and a half inch 4.5K Retina display that runs on Apple's M1 chip. This is, and I guess a lot of people are going to really like. They come in seven, seven different colors now, and there's some pretty cool-looking colors.
0: It is very cool-looking, although I would like to say that I had so many people in design space, uh, design and creative space, they said, boy, I wish you could just detach it from the base and it had a touchscreen, and it would be a 24-inch iPad with a Mac OS to do design work because um, it is really a gorgeous, you know, uh, Uh, all-in-one computer i mean if you look how thin it is it's just as thin as an ipad pro pretty much i mean within within you know micron millimeters um it is um a good i mean i mean the industrial design is is extremely beautiful as a it's a single monitor all-in-one solution right yeah this is the computer to get now i'm not necessarily that customer you're not necessarily that customer we both of us need our both of our gigantic uh, screens you got like one machine with with the 20 with a, like a 32 inch or 27 or something i got dual 20 i got dual 27s um so you know maybe the the super creatives but uh, but it's got thunderbolt connectivity so that you can add a second monitor if you want so this it's certainly pa- it's certain okay but it's certainly powerful enough for those creative professionals percent oh, yeah so so it's not necessarily like a kid's computer or a consumer computer. It's a powerful business computer that just happens to look really pretty. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, yeah.
1: Here's something that's going to upset you. The new iMac supports spatial audio.
0: Yeah, that really annoys me a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. I, why does that support it and not the Apple TV? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah. So they also announced with the new iMac that they have new Apple keyboard, trackpad, and mouse. And the yes. wireless Apple keyboard has... Is color matched to the iMac that you purchase, but it also is the first wireless keyboard or the first external keyboard to support Touch ID.
0: Yeah, and I know a lot of people who just bought M1 uh, MacBooks and Mac Minis that would love to buy that keyboard, but apparently cannot because they don't sell it separate.
1: Yeah, they don't sell it separately. It only works with uh, M1 Macs, but you have to buy it with an iMac. You can't buy it standalone, That's just super annoying.
0: That's, yeah. that's very, uh, they're going to have to change that. Maybe just as a supply issue with it, they don't have enough of them to go around. Yeah. I, 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 suspe- I suspect they'll be, by, by June, July, they'll say, hey, guess what? You can buy one. Um,
1: I, I probably would buy one, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, $12.99 for the four main colors, which I, off the top of my head, forget what those are. Uh, is, is the pricing for the new IMAX Again, pre-orders start April 30th, ships the second half of May, which is a really weird way to phrase the launch timing for something. Uh, you can upgrade to the three additional colors for 14.99. You'll just have to view the colors on Apple's website. I forget how it all breaks down. I apologize. Uh, so yeah, I mean, new iMac looks great. 24 and a half inch display instead of 21 inch, I think is a good increase, but it also foreshadows that the 27-inch iMac is probably gone and we're going to see a 30, 32 yeah. inch you know, iMac, larger iMac. All right, so the the biggest rumored device that we all expected and, and anticipated to be announced at spring-loaded was a new iPad Pro. And we got two of them with some pretty hefty upgrades, on huh, Perlo?
0: It is a monster. Now, they don't look much different than the previous generation, uh, no. but under the covers... It's an all- new machine um, it in is. fact uh, all new machine if you count the fact that they took a, a you know uh, a MacBook Air but guts, ripped it out and attached it to a touchscreen and called it an iPad because uh, that's essentially what they did. I mean I mean I was not completely expecting them to take the very same M1 processor and support chip stack that's in a Macintosh
1: <laughs> right? And
0: put it in an iPad. I
1: I have to apologize to you.
0: Even even the, well, forget that. Even the the I.O. support system, the the hard drive, the SSD system, and the I.O. system was moved over. So really, there is no difference between, there literally is no difference between a MacBook Pro and an iPad Pro underneath the hood. There's no difference.
1: The base model MacBook Air has an M1 chip with a seven-core GPU. The iPad Pro has an M1 chip with an eight-core GPU. The, yeah. The, the, what? But as I was saying, I need to apologize yeah, that's, to you. Okay. You, you and I have argued about what they would call the chip that goes in the new iPad Pro so, for the last month and a half. You uh, insisted I, I, it would be an M1, and I, I always said, no way. A fourteen I,
0: I, I thought I actually thought they would call it an M one something else, right, or an M zero yeah. or something, you know, just yeah. to, to, to distinguish that it's running on a small a, a lower power device. But this is not a lower power device. I, I I'm sure charges at the same wattage levels as a, an iPad, uh, an i a, a MacBook Air. You know, I don't uh, know. I just, a
1: twenty watt power adapter comes with with it. So I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, I don't know what...
0: It could be minimum charging speeds, right. though. I mean, right. it could probably right. swallow a 100-watt charge connection for all you know, or, <laughs> or a 20-watt charge. We don't know. Um, but, you know, I, I thought that there would be heat, dissipation conditions. I thought that there might be... Uh, they might want to slow the 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 memory for some particular reason in order to have less consumption I thought that they might want to you know tweak the maybe use uh you know flash instead of sSD in it, on it I mean I thought about other things they could do to conserve power and energy and what no they just took they just they just took the the, the, the laptop and they put it on a touchscreen that's yeah' which... what they did
1: and, I mean, and it doesn't stop there, right? You're talking about the storage. You could get up to two terabytes in storage now.
0: That's crazy.
1: Inside the iPad Pro, which they claimed on stage, 60,000 raw photos can be stored on your iPad Pro if you're into that sort of thing, I guess. It has USB-C still, but it's Thunderbolt 4 support. So yes. USB-C 4, USB-4, 4, I forget the naming scheme. It They're all confusing. No one can make sense of them anyways. But Thunderbolt for support should open it up to a wide range of accessories. 40 gigabits profiles. per
0: second, 40 gigabits a second. That is crazy it, fast.
1: It, yeah. I mean, external monitor, monitor support at up to six K, which, it, you know, just is mind. blowing Well, you know, you know,
0: Jason, I'm using a, a MacBook pro, uh, pro, like a 2020 version that they issued me at work. Um, you know, I bought it early, uh, like February of last of, of 2020. Um, and, um, you know, I'm wondering if I just were to buy one of these and connect it to my monitors, if I'd have two screens, you know, uh, you know, uh, I don't, may, there may be some, I'm, I suspect there's some software issues that might prevent that now, but there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing that would prevent them from doing it in the future in terms of bandwidth and, G, and the GPU capability of that, of that system.
1: Nothing right. would stop it from doing it. Which let's, there's a giant elephant in the room with, with this iPad Pro. Yeah. And that is, it is more powerful when it, you come down to anything, any task, because of the way system resources work on the iPad compared to a MacBook, it is more powerful than the MacBook Air and probably my MacBook Pro in completing single tasks. I Once benchmarks come out, I almost guarantee it's going to beat the MacBook lineup, hands yeah. down. And it's running iPad OS 14.5, presumably when it launches, maybe 14.6, because it's launching at the end of May or second half of May. What does it need all of that power for? There is nothing in iPad OS wow. in its current shape and current form that requires that much power.
0: So Jason, I as you know, I've been racking my brains about this for weeks. So you know, I just literally just updated an article yesterday that I wrote about this about about the plat, about potential platform convergence between Mac and iPad. Now, we've been speculating on this for years that this could occur, right? And, and but what does convergence actually mean, right? So we now have convergence from a hardware perspective, right? I mean, the the the, the hardware has converged. Okay? Yeah. So the question is What does that mean from operating systems and applications, right? So you know we have a huge library of iOS, iPadOS applications in the mostly in the consumer space, um, on the App Store, Um, and you know the hardware, the date that's been able to utilize it, you know has more or less. I mean, even even the iPad Pro that we've had the last year for the last two years has probably been too powerful for most of the most of the apps that have been out there.
1: So, I have zero complaints about my 2018 iPad Pro. No,
0: I, I had no complaints about it either. You're, you know, and it, it was more than fast enough. Um, it yeah. certainly ran games more than fast enough. It, it 3D graphics fast enough. Um, you know, and I know people that you know that were using whatever professional level applications that they had on it that were that existed. You know, the drawing apps, the sketching apps, the you know the the uh, the Photoshopy type things. Those all worked great. Um, so there was no problems there. Now the question is. What are we gonna do with a sixteen gig iPad with that many cores and that much GPU power? Right. I mean, you, the the apps that we have now do not have the the the, the threading, the the the, uh, the 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 memory uh, capabilities uh, to use all that stuff. Um, so the apps that we're talking about, you know, uh, Logic Pro, MainStage, all these things that existed on the on the Mac can now easily be run from a resource perspective on the iPad Pro. They just have to be ported. So, right. you know, there, there has, but the thing is, you know, what we suspect that the full story we're not going to hear until WWDC because June you know, Catalyst is really the, the core of this entire thing, right? Because we need to get more developers using Catalyst for iPad uh, to port iPad apps to Mac. But then there are all the professional apps on Mac that we need to be able to port to iPad, right? And so the other direction is where I think is the other half of the story. The unification of the APIs between the two systems so that there's one developer target. And, you know, so when a software application gets written for iPad, it's immediately out on Mac. When someone gets written for Mac, it's really, it's immediately out on iPad, you know, or it's literally the same app, you
1: know. Yeah, right. And with the underlying architecture now being identical between iPad Pro, high-end iPad, and the mac that process is only going to get easier and i think you're you're leaving one big application out that i've seen developers ask for for years and that's xcode and that is yes. between final cut pro and xcode those are the two applications i can see using 16 gigs of ram to be clear the one terabyte and two terabyte models of the ipad pro are the only models you can get with 16 gigs of ram everything else underneath that there's uh, 128 256, 512, I believe. And those all come with eight gigs of memory. So if you want 16 gigs, you're looking at $2,000 for a 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Oh, and by the way, that magic keyboard that just launched a year ago and you paid $350 for, that one doesn't work on the fifth generation iPad Pro because the new display technology, which we haven't even talked about yet, is a little bit thicker so you need to then buy another magic keyboard. So it's actually going to be twenty four hundred dollars by the time it's all said and done for a five yeah. G equipped iPad Pro with one terabyte of memory at the twelve point nine inch into the spectrum. That's more than I paid for my MacBook Pro.
0: I'm not buying that one. My wife would shoot me. I'm getting the ba- I'm getting I'm getting the basic uh, eight gig model with one twenty eight and five G, and that's going to be you know thirteen hundred dollars as it is.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, because I mean, the price did go up a little bit. On the 12.9-inch model, and that's because of the new mini-LED display, or as Apple calls it, the Liquid Retina XDR display. It should
0: look gorgeous when I'm watching movies. It is
1: going to be absolutely amazing. 1,000 nits of brightness, 1,600 nits of peak brightness, and 1,000,000 to 1 color contrast ratio. It's a home
0: theater system in your lap, especially if you pair it with this AirPods Max, man.
1: They basically Mm -hmm. took their, what, I don't know, $4,000 XDR display that they sell and they shrunk it down and put it in an iPad Pro. Yeah. I mean, essentially is what they did here. And there's some other cool features. 5G networking is cool. The camera has got a little bit of an upgrade the new LiDAR sensor, I believe, or yes. improvements to the LiDAR sensor, thanks to the M1 chip. But the front facing camera is still in the same spot, which annoys me to no end. Yeah, but I don't they like did. that spot. Well, it, you know, I, I work a lot on my iPad and when you go to for, unlock it, let's say you wake it up by hitting the power button or approve a purchase and you have to double-click the power button, yeah. the sleep-wake button, your hand is covering the camera. Blocking so the camera
0: and, it says, and then it For Face ID. Un- go to unlock the screen. I hate yeah.
1: that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just in a horrible spot and we're all on calls now. And But they did roll out a new center stage feature that uh, will have an API for developers that basically zooms in and follows you around the room a little bit, but as much as it can. It's a wide-angle front-facing camera now. So we'll have to see what that looks like. As for me, I don't know which iPad Pro model I'm going to buy. I really, really, I really feel like Apple has a lot in store with iPad OS 15. Or else, why would they put 16 gigs of RAM in an iPad? There, there has to be the other half of this story. We know the first half, and that's the hardware. The second half of the story is at WWDC with iPad OS 15, and that 16 gigs of RAM has to be put to use. Somewhere now, I don't edit video and I'm not an app developer, so those two use cases won't appeal to me. But that can't be the only two use cases they have for 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, so, I think
0: if, you, if you're, if you're, uh, you know, like uh, I mean, someone like using 3D Studio, Maya, those types of applications, but they would have to be ported to the platform. I mean, I mean, yeah. so like all those high end pro things, you know, like I was talking to an architect, uh, you know, yesterday, I was at his house, and we were talking, I was actually over the weekend before the event and you know we're having some drinks we're talking about yeah you know i'm telling them you know i think they're going to come out with something just as fast as an m1 he goes well what are you going to do with that i'm like well i mean like i don't know if i'll use it but you're an architect you know you use things like uh you know um, and- industry indus- industry apps to yeah. you know look at and he he designs uh refrigerated storage facilities for companies like costco You know, so they, they, they have these, these, these architectural apps that literally they model like everything down to like the, the, the screw. Right. And, 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 and what type of materials it is and stuff. And these really sophisticated 3d modeling, you know, things where they can, where they can, they can walk through walkthroughs of these, these facilities and stuff. I'm like, you won't even, I'm like, you won't even need your, your, your PC to do this anymore. You'll, You'll be doing this on your iPad. Yeah. You know? So so those are those are the type of things that they'll be able to to finally do on a, on, a, on a machine like this. But the but the software has to be ported. If yeah, it well, either it's going to come from Mac or it's going to come from uh, another you know, Windows or, or or Unix or something, they're going to have to port them, right? So the tools have to be available to port these apps to make them a reality.
1: You know, I think they, I think June 7th, when the keynote kicks off for WWDC, I think we're gonna learn quite a bit for what the future of the iPad is. It, we have to. It makes zero sense for there to be an M1 processor in an iPad, and you just keep you know, subtly and incrementally updating the software that it runs. There has to, it just took a huge leap. It was already fast, but the iPad Pro just took you know, a huge leap. I'll tell you what forward. we're gonna
0: need the 16 gigs for widgets. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, since we didn't get them last year. Yeah, that's it. You just need it for widgets. How many widgets you need, sir? Oh yeah, go with the sixteen gig. Uh, well, model. you can have you can have all the widgets. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, we keep saying it, but WWDC is going to be the rest of the story for this. Any closing thoughts, Purlou?
0: No, I am just super excited. Although my Apple card is already hurting from 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 projected um, <laughs> from projected bills, but it's three percent off. So you know, three percent cash back. So, um, yeah,
1: I'll take the 3% think of how back.
0: much. Think of how much money we're saving. Jason, oh, yeah. How much money I'm we're
1: spending. Yeah, how much money I'm saving. I, when I woke up yesterday, I uh, got ready for the day. You know, and, and Apple event days are long days to cover. I, I mean, I write yeah. a ton. It is... The day before, day of, and day after are very long days. And so the first thing I told my wife when I woke up yesterday was I apologize for how much money I'm going to spend today <laughs> because uh, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I'm due for an iPad Pro upgrade. I still have the 2018 model. Um, thankfully, I have some trade-in cash coming back once I send yeah. that in. So that'll help ease the pain a little bit. But still, uh, you add everything up that Apple launched and and the stuff I want to test out, and it's it's going to be an expensive April 30th. Uh, yeah. Once that rolls around, but uh, I still don't know where I'm going to end up. Maybe a 256 gig model with 5G, I think, uh, is, is it's either that or it's going to be the one terabyte model to get that 16 gigs of RAM. Although, like I said earlier, I'm not sure I would even use it or what I would use it for. So if you have some thoughts, please make sure to leave some comments or reach out to us on Twitter uh, and and let us know what you think about the new iPad Pro or anything that Apple announced today or this week, I guess I should say. Um, Perlow, anything else?
0: No, I I, uh, I I, cannot wait to order a whole bunch of stuff. That's all I got to say. I, mean, <laughs> I, am, I am just, you know, fan, I'm just ready to fanboy it up, you know, for, for the rest of the summer, Jason. I, I'm psyched.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm Jason Cipriani. And
0: I'm Jason Perlow.
1: And this is Jason Squared. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com. Thank you.